And I'm just thinking of where we did So we did it out in the garage. Uh-huh. Which was probably about, a mistake. I'm just thinking <laughs> it could have taken one gust of wind just to blow all the gunpowder like yeah. off of its like pattern. And, oh. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Carney E-Free Podcast. This podcast provides an opportunity for different ministry leaders and pastors to talk about various topics that could be happening within our church, within our community, or even around the world. My name is Eric O'Brien, and I'm the tech director here at E-Free, and with me are... I'm Cody Riedel. I'm the communications director. I'm Matt Demeret. I'm the worship arts director. And today we're going to talk about a little bit behind the scenes of our creative process here at E-Free. Um, starting maybe specifically with this current sermon series with Dangerous Prayers. Um, Our listeners here would probably have seen this last week um, with the very, with the launch of the, of the sermon series, we had a new uh, stage design with the fiber optic lights and we had a new sermon bumper with people made out of stars. Um, So maybe we can go into how that all came to be. Mm. Yeah, so there's always a beginning process um, to creativity. You know, I think about uh, maybe like six years ago when this was first introduced, when uh, Pastor Adrian just invited us to start a creative team. uh, I'm a worship guy, so music is always the first thing that comes to my mind, but we always want to acknowledge that there's more than auditory learners in the room. Um, There's visual people who learn visually, so they need something in front of them um, to see. And then there's also kinesthetic learners as well. They need, they need something in their hand. You know, they may hear it, they may see it, but it's not until they actually do something with it. Um, so whenever we think about uh, the new sermon series, and you know, this particular one was Dangerous Prayers, you know, we, we get the vision from Pastor Adrian. Um, just writes where he, he he's going to be going with the sermons, maybe some specific scriptures, but then also acknowledges uh, just what we want people to learn. So thinking about the the dangerous prayers, um, there's a lot a lot of Christians that believe that they don't have the ability to hear from God, uh, and whether it's just something that they've not practiced, or maybe it's they've only seen other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, they just struggle with that concept. You know, I, I think of the John 10 passage where um, Jesus, you know, talking about the shepherd and the sheep know his voice. They hear his voice. Um, if you're a believer in Christ, if you follow him, you have the Holy Spirit within you, you have that ability. Um, so that, that was the beginning point for us with these da- this Dangerous Prayers series. Um, that's what we want people to grasp. Mm-hmm. And, um and then we begin with uh, with the whiteboard session. So I, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what you guys would add to that. Um, just uh, our process for where we begin. Those are my thoughts. But what about you guys? Yeah, I mean, you you kind of mentioned the whiteboard session, mm-hmm. and that's honestly my favorite part of the whole process. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, we get the whole creative team together, and we just throw anything and everything that we can think of. <laughs> we throw a lot of bad ideas. We throw a lot of bad ideas. <laughs> There's a lot on the cutting room floor on this. Uh, uh-huh. Matt, Matt has to write every idea down, no matter how bad it is. Yep. Um, but it's just fun because it's just, uh, it's a, you know, we have the guidelines that Adrian kind of lays out for us, but then we're able to, you know, come up with different um, things and, you know, uh, certain visuals and stories make us think of other um, things that we've seen at other churches or even – uh, in in culture and 
it's just a, a lot of fun just to hang out and no idea is a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. That's, we laugh together. Yeah. I, I think a, um, a principle from Andy Stanley that we, we always mm, go back to yes. is we always want to say wow and not how. Mm-hmm. We always want to say wow in that first meeting mm-hmm. um, because, you, you know, God can use any idea um, to impact anybody. Yeah. So yeah. And creative people are a, a different breed of people where – you know, if you start asking, well, how are we going to come up? How are we going to do this idea of yours mm. immediately? That stifles future creativity because yeah. people are going to start putting that on themselves first. Yep, that, it's kind of a rule that we have. I remember when uh, Kevin Andrews was here; he had the, this ball. You know, <laughs> we we threw an idea on the board, um, and then someone would try to interject with, "Well, how are we going to do that?" You you had the per- permission to throw that <laughs> throw, <laughs> throw the ball at the person throw the yeah. ball because it's just we just need this reminder um because if we, we if we cut off the idea or maybe even that person themselves we may be limiting where the best idea yeah, yeah. we don't know what that is at that moment yeah and, and it, it was it was like a 15 pound bowling ball too so, yeah. right <laughs> so those people were off the team with the uh-huh. <laughs> that's right but uh um the other cool thing about it is um, you know, the creative team isn't made up of just staff. Right. There's, yeah. um, you know, a lot of volunteers and people within the church body who um, have a creative bent. And, you know, we, we ask people if they have a creative bent and they want to be part of this sort of thing. Um, you know, the, the doors open for more people. That's and, right. um, you know, I, I think of, uh, you know, we have um, a former architect. <laughs> on the team, Scott Stober, mm-hmm. um, who just has that creative vision. You know, we have graphic designers, we have videographers, we have writers, um, people that like to just get their hands in the process of doing the stage design. We, yeah. You know, and I'm sure there's more different areas of ability that we would add, but uh, I think the key to and the strength of our team is that it's made up of people of different abilities yes. and passions. There's been there's been enough occasions where I think to myself, well, how in the world are we going to do that? And then like somebody comes up with an idea, and I'm like, well, there it know, is, <laughs> there it is, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully down the road, you know, it'd be it would have been awesome to have more of the volunteer team included on this podcast. But hopefully down the road, we can get some of their thoughts and, and mm-hmm. stuff on yeah. down on a podcast. But maybe we want to talk about uh, this current series a little more. I mean, speaking of the volunteers, yeah, a lot of the elements involved. Mm-hmm wouldn't have happened wouldn't have come to be uh if it wasn't for a lot of volunteer time yeah we uh once we got you know past that initial whiteboard session we knew that we wanted to have something in the background that kind of had this scene of nature Mm -hmm. you know we originally talked about doing um oh with a projector environmental projection you know projecting it onto the back curtain you know with the ability to change that but you know, we didn't really have the projectors that we needed at the time, and it's a black backdrop, so you can't really see it. So we just talked about this, having this starry background. Um, well, how are we going to do that? I, I mean, I, I've seen tons of designs where they, they poked holes, you know, whether it was in curtains or whether it was in just plywood. They poked holes and put Christmas lights through it, but you just don't really, really get that effect. And uh, I came across this video of uh, fiber optic lighting. And it was just, it looks so simple to do. <laughs> and it tricked me. And it it, it's simple, but, but, the, but the process was so um, intricate. Um, so Scott drew up uh, a design of a 16 foot by 16 foot, um, just black background. And 
you know, Eric was doing his research as well, and he, he saw forums where you would want to have 10 stars per square foot. Well, what does that amount to? It amounts to 2,500 holes to drill. <laughs> <laughs> First, you've got to assemble this, the, the 16 by 16. So, um, you know, Frank Williams and uh, um, Jason Everett, they were part of, uh, you know, assembling that. And then uh, Andrea Spanier and Ariel Aarons, they came in and uh, their kids were part of it. They helped paint it. Uh, but we had the drill holes and then thread individual fiber optics. So the, if you haven't seen those before, they're just this really thin, like, fishing wire, yeah. about the size of fishing wire. And you thread it into each individual hole. 2,700. Yeah, 2,700. <laughs> um, and then you have to glue it to make sure it stays, and then you go into the front side, and then you cut it. So there's like 10,000 different little – and that's just talking about the auditorium. We haven't talked about the venue. Yeah, yeah. Um, the venue is a 8-by-8-foot. Um, eight you know, it's a, it's a smaller stage and a smaller uh, – so a smaller background. But um, the amount of people that it took – but I, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that because it gets people's hands involved in the process, and they're able to take – some of them said it was therapeutic. Yeah, mm. sticking the threads through—that wasn't true for me. And it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't true for me. It's—it's um, it's cool to see. Like, um, so my wife helped a lot in the process, and um, and for her and I, you know, one night her and I were in here working on that, and that's a good thing just for us to do mm. as a mm. husband and wife, you know, to to serve together. Um, but then, you know, another night she was there with some people, and I wasn't there, and um, just the team building aspect of it of. Um, people getting together doing a creative thing and serving while doing it yep and it's using their abilities uh, megan loves doing stage design stuff mm-hmm. um so it's something that she loves to do it's serving and it's kind of like what she said is it checks all her boxes mm-hmm. um in helping in this way so it's, it's cool yep. to be able to well and always the end goal with all of this is the word of god is central mm-hmm. um you know just as we mentioned when we begin thinking about these um, creative ideas, it begins with you know, the, the vision of our lead pastor, Adrian, mm-hmm. as he, you know, even a y- months before, you know, he's been thinking about these series, mm-hmm. and then he um, just collects these passages of scripture, but, you know, we, we ask this question, what can we do um, to help magnify? I don't know if that's the right word. Um, what, what would you guys describe to, to illustrate it? Um, yeah, for I mean, for this particular series, we you know you touched on the idea of nature, so that's why mm-hmm. we kind of went with the stars and kind of going out in nature, just like Jesus, yeah, did, yeah, going um, out early in the morning before yeah. it was light. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it it's just that we wanted we always want to like provide an aesthetic where people can relate. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so most of us have gone out on a beautiful Nebraska night and seen the stars up in the sky. So that's, that's something that everyone has in common where they, where you've experienced nature, but then bringing that, um, idea of prayer and the holiness and the, the gloriousness of God being in, in, mm-hmm. in a moment like that. Um, mm-hmm. at, at least for me, yeah. just talking through the creative process with this one, that, that was really the, the, the direction that we wanted to go to for people to relate to that. So. Yeah, the, the great thing about this, uh, you know, the graphic design, the, the sermon bumper, um, where the silhouettes are made up of stars or the, the background, you know, it can be interpreted in a, a few mm. different ways. You know, you mentioned, you know, going out, and you mentioned this too, Eric, you know, 
finding that place of solitude connect with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then also space is dangerous. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's dangerous. You know, it kind of just kind of gives this visual for that. Um, for me, though, I, I see a juxtaposition. You, you have this big starry background in, um, on the stage, and then in front of it, we placed uh, a prayer chair. Mm. You know, our, our uh, lead pastor just gave an example this past weekend of just a practice that he and his family do is having a prayer chair in their home. And if one of them is sitting in it, they know not to interrupt because they're having a meeting with God. Uh, very to, important. To, very important meeting with God, to quote him. Um, so you have this juxtaposition to where the God who spoke the stars into existence mm. speaks to us personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people think that maybe God is too big or he's got more important things to do. No, he, he speaks to us personally. And what we're communicating with this stage design is we need to go out and we need to seek him and we need to find that place of solitude and make ourselves available and say, Lord, your servant is listening. Mm. Um, and that kind of leads into the, the sermon bumper a little bit because, you know, this, the God of the universe, of the stars, of the skies um, cares about you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this idea of this this greatness of God caring about the individual was kind of shown across with their, you know, people made of stars um, in the in the sermon bumper. And that's just another just behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Recording that thing was just funny. I um, get giddy about that stuff. It's yeah. so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> and that was a, you know, that was a video that we recorded down. We have a little video room down in the basement. Um, and uh, we had some staff members come and and we just had them do various things in slow motion. We had to, uh, we have a camera that records in slow motion, and um, yeah, you can just imagine behind the scenes how silly <laughs> some of this stuff um, <laughs> seems in the moment. But it's just, you know, a lot of this creative stuff, you don't even know how it's going to come out until it's all done. Mm-hmm. And like with this video, um, you know, we have an idea. You know, we work together as a creative team, and we have an idea of what the end result will be. But um, and then you know, halfway through, we're kind of hoping that. I hope this works out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but then, you know, I feel like I feel like it did. Yeah. What's another uh, creative element where you where you felt that? Where you're just like, is this going to turn out? It's usually the really big ones, like uh-huh. the like the paper chains. Oh. Uh, from how much time we invested in that? Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I think I calculated a thousand man hours between kids we so had that was that was the paper chain background that we did two years ago for I christmas think, for christmas yep yep so. yep, yep. Uh, i i think of uh when we lit the yeah gunpowder on fire oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's only one one yeah, take we only got one <laughs> shot at this so uh, that was three years ago for easter yeah. three years ago for easter we used uh gunpowder to spell out because because, because he, lives he lives on a, a piece of uh plywood and yeah, we, that did that, we did that along with a special song, uh, Because He Lives, a yeah. uh, version written by Matt Maher. Yeah. And we still love that song. We still yeah. talk about that yeah. song. Left yeah, an and, the, the whole, on us. and with that one, I mean, the whole visual of the gunpowder being your sin mm-hmm. and, um, you know, lighting that on fire and Because He Lives, um, uh, yeah, that, that whole visual of that. And, um, you know, we had different people helping with that. We had the, the gunpowder, and, yeah, that was one that, you know, as soon as we lit that and we have, like, one shot yeah. of <laughs> recording that. And I'm just thinking of where we did So we did it out in the garage. Uh-huh. Which was probably about, a mistake. <laughs> I'm just thinking, 
it could have taken one gust of wind just to blow all the gunpowder like yeah. off of its like pattern. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. But it and came fire, together. And the fire hazard probably. It came together. And that's another thing that we were just blessed with here is that mm. people trust um, the creative process and they trust in the creative team. You know, because having to explain somebody the purchase of gunpowder <laughs> for a church purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Every, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of trust here and it's just awesome. Yeah. And, um, and, the, res- and the result is something memorable mm-hmm. and something that sticks with people. And mm-hmm. the idea, like you were saying, Matt, um, you know, sometimes we want to connect with people who may not um, catch it first first try if this is their first go in a church. Mm. They might remember that visual more than, yep. you know, something else spoken that day. So um, it all plays part of the bigger bigger purpose there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I appreciate Adrian trusting us with, yes. you know, <laughs> letting us, giving us an outline. And, you know, I laugh because I think of times where one time in sp- specifically where we wanted to change the series title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like we we have to have our reasons in order to change Adrian's <laughs> series title. We've learned because he's thought about this yeah. long in advance. Yeah, uh, but I I just love how he gives us. I mean, really, he gives us a ton of creative freedom to just uh, adapt different visuals from what he's going to bring to the table on a Sunday morning. So yep. it's it's awesome. Yeah, which I find is is pretty unique for a church. Um, you know, there are people in in my positions at other churches, um, you know, that can be a struggle for some people because, um, you know, there's there's some people out there who don't understand um, the different kinds of learnings or the mm-hmm. um, or the creative types of um, of people out there. So, yeah, like we're we're really blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we have a few uh, creative ideas coming up our sleeves for continuing this series and down the road on Easter. So mm-hmm. we're excited to roll. Uh, that yep. out to you to you guys in the future so anything right. else you guys wanted to add I just say um, you know if whenever I talk to people um, at the lunch on us this is kind of how I put it because mm. you know they're finding just different areas to serve you know if you're out there uh, I, this is how I put it if you're an artist of any kind mm-hmm. um, th- there could be a place for you on, on the in the creative process uh, it's not limited to people who can paint or, or play an instrument. Those are the those are the things that come to mind initially. Um, but if you just have a good eye for beauty, or if you have a good eye for illustrations, or just ways to teach, help give a picture for teaching the Word of God, mm-hmm. um, there could be a place for you on this team, and uh, I'd love to talk to you about that. Well, I think that'll conclude our podcast today. I, I hope you guys can join us uh, in this new sermon series that we just started diving into called Dangerous Prayers. Um, until then, it was good talking with y'all. Yep. Yep. Had fun. Keep those creative ideas coming. That's right.